0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 8th, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. If you want progress, if you wanna make progress in your life, if you wanna become the man, the woman that God called you to be, you're gonna to have to pursue progress on purpose. It has to be intentional. Just because God declares something, like God has declared over 2021, new levels. You can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of your life. But just because heaven announced it, doesn't mean you're going to experience it. So heaven declares it. That means that the grace of God is available for it. But now we have to receive what God has already provided. If you want progress, you're going to have to pursue it on purpose. If you want progress, you must be intentional. So I've been teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose all year. I told you that we would pursue progress in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and also externally. We've covered the first four. As it relates to externally, I've been talking about relationships, like the people that you need in your life. And we're flowing in that vein today. So I told you that uh, I would cover four things number one the three people that you need in your life or these roles that you need filled you need a Paul somebody that you're looking up to you need a Barnabas somebody on your level you need a Timothy somebody who's looking up to you number two discerning when to let some people go just because you crossed over into a new season doesn't mean that all the people in your life were supposed to cross over with you there are some people that are not there you know for the long haul they're not dis- you're holding on to some some people that you you're really supposed to be letting go and we'll deal with that the importance of choosing the right friends. I've taught that already. And then surrounding yourself with people of like precious faith. So let me set the stage for today. The title of today's message is look at me. You want to die empty. The title of today's message is you want to die empty. You want to get out of you, everything that God placed in you while you're in the land of the living. Let's talk about it. So to set the stage before I get into the points, um, I want you to know that God wants you to pour out of you everything that he deposited on the inside of you from the foundations of the world. And you have to do that while you're in the land of the living. You only get one shot at this thing. You only get one shot at life. You only get one life, so make the most of it. So it is the will of God that we complete our divine assignment before we die, right? So how do you spell success, Rick? Success is simple for me. You can't, Success cannot be measured in cars, and money, and houses, none of that. Success can only be measured in purpose. And so success is simple. You find it, you follow it, you finish it before you die, right? So you discover your purpose. You, you can't decide your purpose because God decided from the foundations of the world. So you discover your purpose, you develop into your purpose, and you deploy into your purpose, and your goal is to complete it before you die. Uh, well, part of that is leaving a legacy leaving a legacy of righteousness, leaving a legacy. If you open up your heart to God and his grace, then you can not only have a divine impact on this planet right now while you're in the land of the living, but if you open up your heart to God and his grace, then you can actually have a divine impact on this planet even while you're gone, right? And so you will have a legacy that outlives you and the blessing can transfer to the second and third generation. And so in this series, I've been teaching you about intentional progress about being intentional. Why do I keep driving home? The importance of being intentional is because if you're not careful, especially with COVID and you know, with all these things going on and working from home and dealing with your kids at home and all of that, if you're not careful, days can turn into weeks, weeks can turn into months Months can turn into years and your life is passing you by. You are existing, but you're not living and you only get one shot at this thing, right? So you only get one life. And so as a believer, you have to be focused. You have to be intentional. You have to pursue progress on purpose. You if you can't just let, you should not let your life pass by without you being productive, without you becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be for such a time as this. So God wants you to make a conscious effort to grow in the grace and the knowledge of him. God doesn't want you to get to the end of your life. Here's a definition for being old that I really like. Um, uh, Pastor Creflo Dollar said that you are not old until you your regrets outweigh your dreams. Mm. So you you're, you only get old when you get to the point of your life where now you're, you're living in regret and you no longer have dreams. I'm not old. I have a lot of dreams. I have a lot more to go. But as a born-again, blood-bought believer, you don't want to get to the end of your life only to be full of regrets of all the things that you did not do because you did not pursue your purpose. And so not only does God want you to not have regrets, but God wants you to then get to the point where you can take all the things that he poured into you and pour it into the lives of other people. The richest soil on the planet, I've shared with this with you before, the richest soil on the planet is found in grave Because they are full of people who died with their best still inside of them So, please don't let that be you you want to you don't want to die with God's treasure still locked up inside of you You want to get it out of you But for you to get it out of you You have to be intentional and you have to be relentless and that's what this series is all about So what does this mean for you today? Now i'm going to start teaching what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning And this is where I need you to rid your heart your mind of all distractions as I get into these three things Open up your heart to receive it. You ready? Three things. Number one. Here we go. Make the most of every stage of your life, especially the last stage. So let me talk about this. Um, I've taught you before that we live our lives out in times and seasons, levels and stages. So let me talk about stages. Dave Stewart, uh, who is the the chairman and founder of Worldwide Technology, where I work, he's a godly businessman. Uh, he's a billionaire. And uh, he's one, uh, a man that I'm honored to call my friend. He said to me something that I will never forget. He said, Rick, there are three stages in life, learn, earn, and return. He said, there's a learn stage, there's an earn stage, and there's a return stage. Dave, God has graced Dave to amass great wealth. And now he's at the return stage of his life. He's taken the wealth that God has placed in his hands and he is sowing into the kingdom. He is advancing the kingdom. The kingdom of God is advancing through Dave and Thelma Stewart, Thelma, his wife. So there's kingdom impact that that is taking place through Dave and Thelma. And one of the things that I love about what they're doing at this stage of their lives is that they're leaving a legacy, a legacy that will outlive them. I told you, once again, the three people that you need in your life. You need a Paul, somebody you're looking up to. You need a Barnabas, somebody on your level, but you also need a Timothy. You need somebody who's looking up to you so that you can pour into them the things that have been poured into you. And so what you don't want to do is get to the end of your life and say, wow, I never took all the things that I have and poured it into somebody else. So, um, at the end of the day, you, you've probably heard it said, well, you can't take it with you. Well, maybe that's true for money, but that's not true for wisdom. That's not true for knowledge. That's not true for the anointing. Yeah, you can die with all all of that stuff down on the inside of you. So what you want to do is pour it out. You want to make a transfer. Remember, Paul was talking to Timothy, his son. It was like, hey, son, I want you to remember that we laid hands on you. There was a transfer that took place. We made an impartation of righteousness. There were things that that the elders of the church took, and we transferred that onto you as the next generation. There's a transfer that can take place. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to die with God's best still locked up inside of you. That is not the will of God. Let's talk about it. Number two, the power of a legacy, investing into others. So 2 Kings chapter 8, I'm going to read for you verses 8 through 14. This is Elisha and Elijah. And I've taught you about this before, but I'm going to take it to another level. I've talked to you about Elijah and Elisha, but in the next point, I'm going to talk about Elisha and Gehazi. So this is something I really want you to pay attention to. So in 2 Kings chapter 8, verses 8 through 14, the Bible says, And Elijah took his mantle. I'm actually going to read this to you from the King James. I don't normally use King James, but I I wanted to use it this morning. Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were divided hither and thither. And so the two men, they went over on dry ground. This was Elijah and Elisha and Elijah is at the end. God is about to take him up into heaven. Verse nine. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, what shall I do for thee before I be taken away from thee? And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, If thou see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee, but if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass that as they still went on and they talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind up into heaven and Elisha saw it. He said, if you see it, you're going to get a double portion. Elisha saw it and he cried, my father, my father. This was a spiritual father, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen, Thereof, and he saw him no more. He was gone. He was God took him up into heaven, and all that fell down was was his clothes. And, and so, and he took hold of his own clothes, and then when he grabbed his own clothes, and the Bible says that he rent them into pieces, verse thirteen. And he took also the mantle of Elijah, because the mantle of Elijah fell, and he went back, and he stood at the bank of the river Jordan. Now, remember, at the beginning, beginning of this passage, uh, Elijah takes the mantle, smote the river, and it parted hither and thither right? Verse 14. So Elisha now takes the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and he, boom, smote the waters and he said, where is the Lord of Elijah? And then when he said it, the waters opened up hither and thither. And then Elisha went over, right? So what am I saying here? Elisha started on the level that Elijah finished. When, see, when you pour into others, the things that have been poured into you, then your ceiling becomes their floor. And that's what God wants. Why? Because they have their anointing, what God has been working on in them, and they have your anointing too, because you pouring into them. So they have everything that God has been doing in their lives without you and everything that They have the additional benefit of you taking everything that you've learned for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, walking with God, and now you're pouring those things into them and you're making a spiritual impartation. This is why your children, look at me, this is why your children, natural children, like biological children, and also spiritual children, the people that you're pouring into, this is why your children, you should want them to to go further than you, right? We, We always speak seven times greater, I want my children to be seven times greater, both natural children and spiritual children. So this is not just biological, but the people that we're pouring into, we, th- we want them to go greater. Is Isabella and I, we want them to, to, to go greater than us. Why? Because God is a God of progression, not a God of regression. And so th- they have the benefit of everything that God is speaking to them, plus the additional benefit of everything that you've learned that you're pouring into them. And so you, if you take everything that God has poured into you and you invest it in someone else, then God can take them places that you've never been right? And, and so God can take everything that you did and say, that was great. And then now can God can take it to another level in them. And here's the good news. Oh man, I love this point. Here's the good news. When you get to heaven, you're going to be looking down and and, and God will tap you on the shoulder and say, don't worry about it. Everything they're doing is attributed to your account. Everything that they're doing is attributed to your account in heaven. Why? Because you invested in them and they are part of your legacy. You're still living on in the earth through them. And so you're up here in heaven, but listen, you invested in all these people and all these people, glory to God. I feel the power of God. Even there. all these people are part of your legacy. And so all, everything that God is doing in them is part of your account is attributed to your account is recorded, is accounted unto you in heaven. Why? Because you made an investment. They are part of your legacy. Elisha was part of Elijah's legacy. There is no Elisha without Elijah. Say amen to that. So you got to think about the people that you're investing in. You you they have what you taught them plus what God is teaching them directly. They have God, but they also have you. And so now you are there and they have an advantage because they get to talk to you and they get to talk to God. And so think of all the people that you're pouring into and, the, and you got to know that they are a continuation of what you started. They are part of your legacy. So as I've been teaching about leveling up, I want you to level up in your relationships, especially in this Timothy person, right? You got to find the Timothys in your life that, that people that are looking up to you and then make the investment. Like if God says, no, this is, this person is assigned to you. You got to make the investment. You pour into them. You take what's on you. See, think about it this way. Our God is too big of a God and his anointing is too strong of an anointing for God to just be focused on you. No, when God looks at you, he's looking at you, your children and your children's children. And once again, this is not just biological children. I'm talking about spiritual as well. So God is taking you and pouring into you. And now he wants the impact that he's making in you to be passed on to the second and third generation. And so that's, that's living life. That's living legacy minded. Your life is bigger than just you. You got it. All right. So number three, uh, my last point for today, um, When you live legacy minded, you, you know that, that, uh, that you're going to leave a legacy that outlives you. So I I dealt with Elijah and Elisha, but now let's deal with what happened when Elisha died. So second Kings 13 verses 20 and 21, the Bible says, verse 20, Elisha died. Now this is the guy who received a double portion. Elisha died and they buried him. Now the bands of the Moabites would invade the land in the spring of the year. And as they were burying a man, behold, they saw a marauding band and they cast the man into the grave of Elisha. And when the man, the body, the corpse of the man touched the bones of Elisha, the man, he came back to life and he stood up on his feet. (laughs) Let me explain what happened here. So Elijah never died because remember the Lord took him up in a whirlwind. Uh, but thankfully, the anointing that was on Elisha was passed on to Elisha. And so Elisha received the double portion of the anointing. So Elisha became part of Elijah's legacy. Now, Elisha, when he died, he died a normal death. But unfortunately, he didn't have anybody to pass on the anointing to. So he, he did have a servant. His name was Gehazi. And, um, and, and I don't know if you know the story, but I don't want to get too deep into this, but he had a servant Gehazi. He was pouring into Gehazi. He was mentoring Gehazi. He was preparing Gehazi. And remember when Naaman came, Naaman came to get, uh, he came with all these gifts and he came to get healed. And, and so the prophet Elisha was like, I don't even need to go outside. Just go, you know, dip in the muddy Jordan and you'll be healed. And, um, and he was like, well, what about all these gifts? He was like, I don't need your money. Just go and, and get your healing from the leprosy um and so he goes and he gets healed but Gehazi messed up Gehazi was like man that was a bunch of money and gifts and stuff and he was like um my master doesn't want it so he ran after him was like excuse me excuse me sir before you leave my master said I could have some of that money it was like oh for real here you go and so he stole money and 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 when (laughs) that's stupid I mean that's dumb he comes back and so the the man of God Elijah uh Elisha is like Man, dude, you stole money. He was like, well, how'd you know? He was like, how can I not know? I know, I mean, God shows her I'm a prophet. And you're gonna, I mean, you try, that's ridiculous. So he says, okay, the the leprosy that was on Naaman, now is gonna be on you. And so he became a leper and he went away and and he messed up. But bottom line is, because Gehazi messed up, Elisha didn't have anybody to pour into. He should have found somebody else, but he didn't. So when he died, he died with the anointing, the double portion of the anointing. He died with that on the inside of him. He died with his best still locked up inside of him. Years later, the only thing that was left from Elisha was bones, right? And so these bones are in a grave. This man dies. There's people that are coming. It's like, man, we don't have time to dig a grave. Let's just use this grave from, from from the prophet Elisha. They take the dead body, throw it into the grave. As soon as the dead body touches the bones of Elisha, I mean, just the bones, bam, in the natural, the only thing that was left was bones. In the spirit, the anointing was still there because he never poured it into anybody else. So as soon as the dead man hit the bones of Elijah, boom, he came back to life. He popped up. The Bible says he was standing up. He was like, how I come back to life? Why? Because the anointing was still there. He died with his best Still locked up on the inside of him. He died with the anointing. He never poured out into others the things that God poured into him. He did not leave a legacy that outlived him. Don't let that be you. The title of today's message is Determined to Die Empty. You got to get out of you everything that God placed in you while you're in the land of the living. I'm going to close with that. I've already given you enough. Man, this is a message you might need to listen to again. You got to get this down in your spirit. I want you to lift up your voice. And say this, Father, I thank you for calling me, blessing me, preparing me, and anointing me. You have sent people to me, to pour into me. And for that, I am eternally thankful. I honor the investment that you have made in me, and I honor it enough To ensure that it will not die with me. I refuse to die with my best still on the inside of me. I declare that I shall die empty. I will pour out of me everything that you placed in me before I die. I will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And my impact will be felt for generations to come because I am focused on investing into the people that you have assigned to me. I have natural and spiritual children and my legacy shall outlive me. I level up my relationships in 2021. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, I know you want these notes. Go to todaysword.org, click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, do me a favor. Two things. Number one, go into the chat right now. Leave me a comment. If this message has been a blessing to you. Number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.